0: Welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, the roundtable where we have no agenda and really a lot of stupid opinions for the most part. None of us claim to be educated. None of us claim to know anything, but we will tell you how we feel. And tonight we have uh, Andrew for America joining us from Punk Rock and Politics podcast. How's it going, man?
1: It's going good. I'm excited to do this. This is my first time doing a, a Monday night master debaters. Dude, so you, were one of, you were
0: one of the first people I asked when I, you know, when we started doing this show and because and of your schedule, it just never worked out. When you texted me the other day, I was like, yes, I'm like, we can finally get him in. So, yeah, uh, it was
1: rare. It's the rare night off. So it's perfect.
0: Hey, we will take you anytime. Always welcome. Mr. Thanks. Casey, Fort command the golden gate Star for command how's it going brother i'm good
2: man just out here trying to live
0: yeah we just uh, actually (laughs) dropped our episode yesterday uh that we recorded and that was a lot of fun talking about uh just dismantling history you know and uh and the narrative we've been told so we'll get into a little of that tonight too we we don't get into that much on, on master debaters but i'd like to hit on that a little tonight too with you
2: hell yeah i'm stoked to be here man
0: cool thanks for joining hell yeah and my essentially my uh my
3: co-host ryan dean how's it going brother <laughs> what's up uh yeah dude did you just give your first uh disclaimer at the beginning of this episode because yes. of the, the rogan
0: stuff it's yeah like a I, I, i'm disclaimer. gonna start beginning all of my episodes with that i don't i I, I, <laughs> I left out the medical part just because i figured that would draw a red flag right away but you know otherwise yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna claim to be retarded and maybe they'll just let us fly under the radar and it's like it's like a sympathy fuck kind of thing you know
3: It's like the special olympics you just get to kind of compete right everybody gets a hug at the end yeah dude no i'm excited (laughs) to do this one and it's uh really great to meet two new people man never met andrew never met casey so this is gonna be cool yeah andrew's Uh got a great podcast one of my favorite he's
0: one of the guys i listen to every week does a lot of uh you know political stuff and and just current current events and really just comes at it with a great great set of eyes ears everything. Uh, yep. And and oh, he's got. A, thanks, he's, man. He's got a buddy too. You're gonna want to <laughs> hook up with Ryan too. Sam Worthington. This guy is uh, is Andrew's buddy, and man, they they did their first interviews together, and and it was awesome. But I, you know, I've been binging Sam's podcast for the last yep. week now he's like Sam Winchester fan. yeah Winchester sorry
1: Winchester yeah just oh, okay. it's okay just for anyone interested yep Sam Winchester according to Sam podcast
0: according to Sam Great guy. yeah go check that out guys I, I, I recommend it he's got he's another one he comes at he does a bunch of stuff he does a lot of current events but he also uh started getting into some uh historical stuff and those ones are really good too so oh. uh one of those guys that's you know there's so the many of us yeah we're multiplying got, they can't you know, shut us
1: all down
0: but you know it's great andrew we're starting to come together right it's like it's like oh, the transformers oh, it's it's uniting time. you know we're finally coming together to form that big machine to finally have a chance to fight yeah, an I gotta got disagree I like with you guys.
3: I gotta disagree right away. They absolutely oh, can oh. shut all of us down at the same time. That's what oh, I'm
0: there like. is a, there is a kill switch without a doubt. You know, yeah. and 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 that's kind of you know, I I, I talk <laughs> about we never come in with anything to talk about, but tonight I really did want to hit on the whole Rogan thing because
1: how can we not know. talk about it? It affects all of us. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, but under the you know under the radar 70 yeah, right too, Ryan. They disappear. can shut us.
1: Yeah. They they, I mean, they can, you're
0: right. We're, we're all on their platform. I mean, we've seen it. They could shut down the president of the United States. If you don't think they could shut down mm-hmm. us, you know, like I said, we're a step above a monkey throwing its own poo <laughs> on these platforms, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I mean, uh, we're, we're not think, anything, you know, we haven't created any technical advantage here. And until we find independent platforms, we are at their mercy and have to play by their rules. And, the rules are just constantly changing. Now, you know, you see, you've seen it on YouTube for the past two years, they've just, you know, and, and the thing that does, it doesn't bother me having the rules. It's the arbitrary enforcement of the rules is what bothers me because I, you know, I was telling Andrew beforehand, I'm at the point now with YouTube, like I don't put any of the, I'd love to put the master debaters up there. I'd love to put some of my podcast interviews up there, but anytime I I already got, a strike for for somebody talking about just talking about covid mm. not even you know not even talking about any of the the cures or any of that just talking about it got got me a strike and i'm like i've been on other people yeah but it's like why you know so if it wasn't so arbitrary i wouldn't have a problem but the fact that they're starting to you know this is the equivalent of digital book burning right it's 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 controlling speech it's you know you hurt my feelings so we're gonna make you be quiet and that's they put so much power into words nowadays that it's it's
2: out of balance significantly out of balance yeah, yeah we're in four uh fahrenheit four five one right now
3: <laughs> yeah
0: basically oh, sure. right if you go against the narrative, they are going to they are going to go make you back. And if anybody's reading any of those books, well, we got to get get a hold of those and get them out of circulation.
1: Zach, uh, Zach De La Roca from uh, Rage Against the Machine captured that when he said they got to burn the books. They just remove them. <laughs> in one of the lines of one of their songs, it's exactly what's happening. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and it's interesting you say that because
0: uh, they actually do that where, you know, now they're changing news stories, right? You can go on these, and these are major news corporations, right? They're going on old stories, same URL, same headline, changing the content of the story to match the narrative. Now, no disclaimers, no notes of it being changed. So it's funny because what is, we're, we're in, what, what, many would say is the post-truth era because what is really true <laughs>
1: post-modernism anymore? yeah I and mean, after modernism
0: <laughs> yeah i
3: don't know what to think because you can't believe anything that's out there anymore i say it all the time dude like you can believe in in and like you said nothing and you or you can believe in whatever the hell you want you know what i mean like there's there's facts online credible quote-unquote credible websites that'll support whatever the hell you believe in dude i don't oh, care yeah. if that. It's that totally true. A hundred genders or two genders, you can find credible websites that'll tell you either one is true. You can find a website that'll tell you that the Christian God is is the real thing. That the uh, you know Buddhist religion's real. Whatever you want to look into, man, you can find it. And and it is kind of scary when you get opinions like Joe Rogan, who is from an outside perspective, looks like he's trying to stand up for truth or at least be some outside voice. You know, I'm
0: show both sides of the argument, right? I mean, he's the sure. only one that will give the alternate perspective.
3: Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, I you know, sometimes they pop up on these networks like CNN. Sometimes they'll accidentally show a counter, you know, counterintuitive opinion of what they normally carry. But, uh, dude, we just saw it recently. No one really watches these things. You know, Rogan gets and, and it's kind of interesting that the whole thing starts going down. When Rogan, when they, when the world finds out that Rogan gets more than like the top five or, t- or 10 even maybe, uh, channels put together, you know, and then they start oh, going yeah. hard after him.
1: They're going to do something. Yeah. They're going to, they got to step in and do something because, you know, well, that, well, like that's, they're, they're, they're not going to let that go on for too long. That's for sure.
0: And, and the funny part is, Andrew, is that they, they didn't even get him for any misinformation. They went after him. Oh, it doesn't matter. For now, they, matter. Well, they they made his whole, you know, uh, take a knee and, and and shaming ritual was apologizing for using the N-word. But at the same time, you look at the, the list of guests. I mean, it's just it, it's a little bit of everybody. They took oh, yeah. Out. There was no There's rhyme just- or reason to it. And, and it wasn't like they were all talking about, you know vaccines or 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 medical misinformation this was just, just having a conversation
1: up. like we're having right now exactly and most of them were
0: comedians so it was <clears throat> it was jokes that were being you know that were being judged as real speech that are being taken down
3: dude how much how much more valuable did it make those episodes that were taken down because you know how many people are going to be obsessed with trying to find out what those episodes are and they're going to try and listen to them well
1: so that's what i was that's wondering what happened if he's going to monetize original. that Morio. Yep.
0: Yeah, the original 43, that was the big deal was, you know, oh, these 43, you know, what was on them? And I and, you know, to be honest, a lot of them were some of my favorite episodes. They were some of the old ones with like Joey Diaz and some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was really raunchy, but it was hilarious stuff. I mean, they would just they would just get super stoned and go off.
3: (laughs) See, that's what I'm wondering, you know, if it's the stuff with Joey Diaz, you know, that they're not, you know, when I say they, you know, the powers that be, they're not afraid of some raunchy shit being, you know, so why take down Joey Diaz, you know?
0: Yeah, because they, and Ari Shafir, they went after, Burt Kreischer. Yeah, uh, dude,
3: all those people are so damn famous, dude. You know what I mean? So they're just going to get more attention on those episodes, you know, so it's crazy. Have
1: Have you guys heard this theory that they got to him? And he's controlled opposition now and they're trying to perpetuate the narrative of it's okay to cancel people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Because, you know, it's like he's feeding into the perpetuation of the narrative. I don't know if there's any truth that it's hair conspiracy theory, but I've heard, I've had some people email me and they're like, I don't know, man, something's weird about this. He's under contract, yada, yada. So I don't know. I've, it could be, there could be a lot going on with the story that we're not, uh, aware of yet that we'll yeah i find mean out later,
2: probably. i'm kind of torn between like that possibility for sure because i've thought about that you know what what is his controlled opposition factor or whatever but um you know I'm, more so i'm kind of been kind of torn over whether or not is he being silenced for getting this truth out here or is it just millionaires fighting millionaires over you know getting hits you know like creating controversy like you guys just said like no news <laughs> is bad news, and so are they really just freaking trying to boost sales, regardless, whatever. I don't know. that, on that like, line dude, of dude, you just said like there's a lot more going on to this. I feel like.
1: Than so just, you so know. you know how you know how this all started with the Neil Young thing? Did you hear? Did you guys hear about the company that apparently got, it's called Blackstone, and they're starting to buy up all these old musicians' rights and um and like catalogs, and mm-hmm. turns out the old CEO of Pfizer is now the head of this Blackstone company. And apparently they bought this, or I don't know, underneath of their umbrella of companies is this thing called Hypnosis, H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. And apparently it's going to be a streaming service of, of sorts. This is the company that <laughs> they're comp- they're compiling all of these old. Imagine that. All these old, right. So here's the thing. So, the the old Pfizer guy takes over this company. Neil Young. I mean, what a perfect like I, I made this argument in one of my episodes that I think it's it was it was a premeditated plan to affect market forces and market behavior because they're going to compete with Spotify eventually. And so I said the next the next story in this chronology is going to be Blackstone affiliated company Hypnosis releases streaming service and look. Uh, Fleetwood Mac's on there and Neil Young's on there and Joni Mitchell's on there. So we'll see. We'll see. Well,
0: it, it's funny you mentioned that because did you guys see how Rumble offered Rogan $100, million 100 million. for four, four years? years? Well, then you start looking into who owns no excuse. Rumble <laughs> and it goes back to the China. large majority sh- uh, shareholder is BlackRock
2: and Vanguard.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, they're all just
2: trying to make money, you know. Yeah, they're just making money. He, he's a money-making machine at this point, and this is only furthering it. Oh, he's yeah. Getting, he's getting more up. die-hard fans. He's getting more die-hard fans now than he's losing fans. No doubt about it. He seems oh, to be yeah. like. The,
0: is he? Would you equate him to like the Stern of this generation? Now, at this point, not
1: intentionally. Not intentionally. Yeah, exactly.
0: But- no, no, no. I mean from a from a popularity and a fan base standpoint like his fans are oh, yeah. are as loyal to him as Stern's were to him despite whatever goes on
2: sure yeah. i definitely it's a similar situation for sure but i, I don't think the the art isn't comparable at yeah, all yeah yeah no. it's a little different in that in that note but they are you
1: know yeah cuz howard stern was trying real hard to be funny quite a bit of the time and rogan doesn't give a shit he's just doing his thing talking to people having conversations like it's a complete different dynamic speaking of howard stern (laughs) you guys seen some footage of uh some of his old bits Mm, in blackface surface as of late well he was the funny thing is is that he was
0: doing um oh shit what's his name uh oh
1: yeah Uh, I know what you're talking about. I forget the guy's name. He was Chris Rock,
3: Chris Tucker. No, he was dating Whoopi Goldberg. uh, He was doing
0: a white guy. It was uh, Ted Danson. Yeah, Yep. There it is. Ted Danson did blackface at the roast of Whoopi Goldberg. Right. And who was his girlfriend at the time or he was sleeping with her whatever. They were together at the time. And so Stern, when he was doing that bit, was pretending to be Danson in blackface.
3: Can I say and something right still, now about dude, yeah. blackface? Is hilarious. I don't it's see why. Yeah. Oh. It's hilarious. It, it, same <laughs> thing when like black people put like flour on their face to look white. It's white hilarious. Face. Yeah, dude. I do there's not, not nothing take any, any offense Senator to whiteface. You yeah. know, like I don't. I don't understand
0: oh, yeah. it. It's not. You know, I, I would understand it if it was derogatory, right? I mean, but black. Uh, and I guess you could say it is because a lot of times they do exaggerate the features and
3: stuff like that. But <laughs> so comedy is man, you know what I mean? Like that it's supposed to be offensive. I, in my opinion, now maybe. Well, that's good. Com- good China. comedy
0: offends half the room, right? Good comedy offends half the room of and course. makes the other half laugh. And, yeah. and
1: you know, but yeah, I, I don't just know. want some consistency. I just, you know, if you're going to have the people that are so, outspoken about the whole woke shit and cancel culture and all this stuff are the people that were in these skits years ago it's like do we just conveniently forget the past and the reality of what you've said and done previously in your life we're just going to pretend that that didn't happen now that we live in this new you know woke culture world it's just it's, it's immature as shit i think it's stupid
2: yeah the double standards are off the chart right now and <laughs> across the board from politicians yeah. to everyone you know the, the different rules for you, different rules for us is, like, front and center for sure.
1: That's what it is. I agree.
0: And the censorship's just stupid at this point. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg getting two weeks. I mean, people are, like, celebrating that. But I'm like, <laughs> do you understand you're just furthering them tightening the grip on what you can and can't say on TV? And you That's just... A- you just get to a point where you're not, you know, you're going to turn into 1984. You're mm-hmm. not going to be able to say anything. It's going to be the same shit, and that's basically what network television has turned into. No one watches it anymore because they just did the same thing over and over and over, and eventually you get tired of it. And you're like, enough of this shit. I'm, I'm done. That's what scares me I...
1: about the Rogan story. It's like, you know, yeah, it, it, it I don't know. It's getting weird, end, dude. It's freedom you know, of speech.
2: I'll...
3: I was going to say one thing about that that's for sure thing, or, or, you know, as I like to call her, Karen Johnson, that's Karen. A real name, right? Um, So, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've heard things that she uh, like wanted to get at least a, a little vacation or, you know, just get fired altogether. You know what I mean? And it's Why an interesting just idea. Test positive then. Well, I think they tried to do that. Didn't they? Was that uh, her? That was sick. Oh, when, I don't know. Uh, yeah. When Kamala Harris was supposed to go on the view recently, Two of them got sick and they canceled the show. So that's unfortunate. So
1: such a train wreck. Oh, my God. I know it would have been so
3: entertaining to see Kamala Harris, that intellectual, right?
0: To
2: have her on there with them. So Carmel, Carmel, Karen. Can we get can we
0: get her and Biden? I want 30 minutes of them not getting softball questions. I want them to to answer legitimate questions for at least 30 minutes. (laughs) Oh, good. Watch them fucking melt down.
2: That'll never happen, and it's never happened in the history It'll of never politics. <laughs> no, well, Biden yeah, gets no. fucked up
3: when he uh, when he hears basic questions, and he
2: calls the reporters stupid sons <laughs> of bitches. Stupid <laughs> son
3: of a bitch! That was hilarious. So <laughs> I mean, that was the coolest thing he's done, honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. I give him credit for it. He was right. I mean, he wasn't wrong. But what it's was funny. Peter it,
2: the funny right. thing about it is, you know, all the Trumpers or you know all the liberals following him are like oh, yeah, tell them, tell them what's up. That's right, Joe, tell them what's up. When, like, you know, two years ago, they're like, can't believe that Trump has said this thing about whatever. <laughs> yeah, I the respected journalist. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, it's just fucking funny. But it, it's so obvious. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I can't and believe, if you, you know, if you can't see it, I just I'm stuck, man. It's like,
0: that's what I was going to say. It's kicking obvious. everyone in the
2: balls, dude. But you know what's wild
0: is There's so many people that don't see it. Like I'm around them on a daily basis, you know, when I'm just out in public, especially I notice it the most when I go to the gym, because that's a place where you would think people would kind of get it. But no, I mean, there are still people there double masked in a gym working out like it's like, come on, man, come on
1: There are times where I feel like Neo from the Matrix waking up from the gelatinous goo pod (laughs) and looking at the farm of humans in the field. Like, like sometimes go to your grocery store.
0: It's exactly (laughs) what it's
1: like. It's like you're walking around this world and you're the only one there because everyone else is still plugged in. It's fucking creepy.
2: (laughs) It is creepy. It just proves to me how good they've done the PSYOP, you know, and just to be ever vigilant. (laughs) They put the fear
0: of God in people. You know, I mean, people are scared to death, and that's what they did. And it's working. Yep,
2: propaganda's effective. It's hundred percent worked.
0: (laughs) I like the idea.
2: ninety (laughs) nine. I like the idea
3: of everyone being plugged in, and like, uh, you know, maybe people that are starting to see the hypocrisy and all the crazy shit in the world like our batteries and our controller are dying or something, you know, like that kind of stuff is interesting to me, like more recently. Well, or you unplug, right, Ryan, you just
0: unplug. And now you're unplugged and you can look around and see clearly finally, like, oh shit, this is what we were all just plugged into this crazy system that was just feeding us everything, you know, news, shitty news, shitty food, shitty entertainment. It was just.
1: Neo, do you believe that's air you're breathing right now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: well, see Joe, yeah that's the, just a cool thing what if the uh the people who built this matrix have long died and we're just running on some shitty old uh software
1: well that's why that's yeah. why
2: there's all these glitches and shit yeah it's like piecemeal together
0: you know you got some old hard motherboard over here with some yeah
2: we're on version 1.02 and it should be on version fucking 11.
1: <laughs>
2: running on dos <laughs> well that's that that gets we're you still on me. aim like, are we on aim chat right <laughs> now or what? that's
0: that's what somebody mentioned though they were talking about how it could be like a combination of two timelines right and that's how you end up with all these old world buildings that are in the background and shit is they just it just Merged, right? And the timeline just popped them in there. And and then all of a sudden they had to repopulate all this area where all these buildings were. And I was like, Holy shit, I'm like, that's a deep thought, right there. Like, there was nobody around. There was an error in the code. Uh, they had to fill the code with something. All right, let's throw this in there. Boom. And they just threw these random cities all over the world in there. And then they're like, Okay, now we got to populate these things. Boom. And they had to fill them up. And I was like, ah, that's like a video game. You know, it's like Sims.
1: Yeah, dude. Interesting. I wonder how many resets there've been.
0: That's the yeah. That's that's another one. You you got to think though,
2: a lot, right? Wasn't there? I'd say thousands is probably like yeah. It's it's
0: every (laughs) it's every like quarter, uh, like every two hundred fifty years or so. You know, at two hundred fifty to five hundred years, you're getting whether it's an absolute reset or a partial reset.
2: And we're yeah, in I one
1: right said, now. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah, for sure. I just heard the other day, too, that there's there was some site that they f- dug up or whatever. I don't know if it was like an archaeological site or something, but the apparently the radiation levels were just off the charts and they think that it was maybe fallout from some nuclear blast that maybe it was the reset you know 100 years 200 years ago or whatever or but yeah, i mean long, not 200 years longer ago than that but yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's interesting when you start digging all this stuff ago. up yeah there you go i'm great because <laughs> yeah.
0: i read i read this I'm book by steve preston that. called world war zero and it supposedly takes place 5,500 years ago and and the gist of that is yeah it just ends with massive fallout like I think three, 3% of the population dies right away or no in world war one or two. And, and this one, it's like almost total devastation, you know, and it's these battles. It's basically a battle between the Anunnaki, you know, kind of that level of battle. And, uh, and he just talks about massive, you know, catastrophes, just extinction level. Some things made it underground, but most everything was just wiped out. That's uh that's yeah. a cool idea, honestly. Oh, yeah, and you think about it, I mean it's it goes into like going into simulation theory, right? It could be yeah. possible, it could be bullshit. There's no way to really prove it right now,
2: but
1: That's I, the thing, if you can't yeah. prove it, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I
0: mean,
2: if you you could look at it like just like commercials and stuff is like programming and simulation. And so, you know, like being programmed what product to buy or whatever, like all of that the program to you know you need to go to college you need to get a career blah blah all that bullshit is is a simulation in a way as well you yeah. know what i mean and if
1: you're and if you're a company with the government and the media in your pocket they can run some propaganda to affect market behavior for your business and i think that all the all the behavior that uh, is happening right now is you know the ad campaigns and the pr teams are just i mean they can steer you right i mean you guys have heard the story about edward bernays getting women to smoke back in the 1920s or whatever mm-hmm. they said it was like the most effective propaganda campaign like ever it's just i mean it's been happening ever since back then so yeah totally like, you i mean me nine, talk- out ten, <laughs> nine out of ten
2: nine out of ten doctors choose to smoke camels <laughs> you know yep. I mean, yeah. oh yeah remember and it's almost know, like trust, the doctors the can doctors. be uh <laughs>
3: bite off right i mean right, it's kind of yeah kind of a crazy idea yeah no it's and then the bernays the bernays family is tied in with netflix you know what i mean so it's just like it's a big the a big push for propaganda man and dude netflix i mean say what you want about the content but so many freaking people are watching that
1: right now
2: that i mean that's
1: the problem that's the thing
2: yeah they forced us to because they shut everything down well think about
1: how it started it it started
3: (laughs)
2: it, it was such a cheap Almost like they meant to do it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, yeah, like right? the the value mm-hmm. of the freaking thing. It was so it was so good in the beginning. You know what I mean? You get like four dollars, and then you get well, all this and, shit because they didn't really create a
0: lot of their own content originally, right? Yeah. and that's that's why the price has gone up so much is because now they're investing in their own content and putting. Well, so they've never
3: had that. a profitable quarter. Did you know? No,
0: that? and that's that's the thing with them. They've always lost money. It's they're like yeah. a world fair. I don't understand.
3: Whoa. How
0: they keep so propped,
3: propped up for money some to stay reason. open. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Interesting. I guess Just if like
1: you, Tesla. I mean, yeah, th- yeah, there's an agenda if you're operating in the red for that long. Someone's helping you out, it's keeping you I afloat mean, for a reason. Exactly. Right?
2: These rich people don't like to lose money. And when they are, when in these situations where they're losing money, it's like a red flag for sure. Oh, it's gotta it's be. Like, yeah. Okay. We need to look at this. <laughs> What's really going on?
3: You see the same thing with uh, with like the social media companies, too. You know what I mean? There's no way that they really make good money, but there are some of the most valuable freaking companies in the world. And it's because they're just exchanging like probably data mostly. Right. There's probably other things, too. Um, but yeah, they're, they're getting propped
2: up, dude. All these big things are you totally. But they sell nothing. They, pro- you know, they don't. Like, what, how do they make the money? Exactly. I've always wondered that about Twitter. Yeah, Twitter has
1: pretty much a it. whole block oh, yeah.
2: of downtown San Francisco of like the whole block yeah. building, you know, like, what are they doing in there?
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they get funding like, from the, the fuck government fuck for a telecommunications act or something like that. Oh, they, I they wonder might. if there's some they, steering oh, Facebook of government funds into that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Facebook I, it, for sure.
2: It, yeah. yeah. And just, uh, Today, my girlfriend did her taxes on uh, TurboTax or whatever, and she said she's gotten eight scam-likely calls uh, today since then. (laughs) So, obviously, they clearly uh, sold her information immediately. (laughs) Right away. Yeah, like...
1: Oh, they're going to yeah, get that money, boy. They're going to get oh, that yeah. sweet
2: money.
1: <laughs> that ain't when the government wants way. their money, they
2: get that shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's hilarious because I got a, I got a thing in the mail the other day from, from the state saying that I owed on uh, some, like, I guess they're giving out like a child support benefit. So if you have a kid, every household gets like $1,500 per kid. I never got a dime of it, but they're saying I got like seven hundred fifty bucks, and I'm getting taxed on it. I'm like, what the? I'm like, what the fuck? I never got that money. I'm like, nor would I ask for it. Like, I, I don't want that. Like, get out of here. Look at these seven hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of like, funny. Ah, wow,
2: you barely go grocery shopping. For ah, that. Huh?
0: yeah, and they're gonna tax you on it, right? <laughs> so, what do you
3: get? Maybe five hundred bucks out of it in the end. That's a couple weeks worth of groceries, best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like if it was something like I won on a lottery ticket, I'd be stoked. But it's like, dude, for the government to offer that up is like a a straight up diss. Yeah. it's Get out (laughs) of here. It's like it's like work. When I worked for IBM, (laughs) the best was we'd get these
0: quarterly bonuses. Right. And at the end, they got so cheap. We were getting like one hundred dollar bonuses
1: oh yeah you guys remember profit sharing
0: yeah all that shit dude, <laughs> that was a it, thing
1: oh, back in the day like our
0: running joke was if they we got could actually take our our significant other out to dinner on our bonus it would be a good bonus but most of them you couldn't you'd have to go to like chili's or
3: applebee's you couldn't even go
0: out to like a nice restaurant
3: yeah dude you know what's scary too is yeah. like you know you know you're you're saying like uh Remember profit sharing? Like in like three years, it's gonna be like. Remember that four hundred one k? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why
1: well, hear people talking about that all the time? Yeah. <laughs>
2: or even just retire? Remember retirement fund? Yeah. Remember when benefits oh, so yeah, yeah. all? Yeah. Remember you had a fake retirement fund? <laughs> well, that's what I
0: laugh about because I'm like, <laughs> Never gonna you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those money guys at all. I don't, I don't know anything about it. So, like when I, I switch companies and. They're like, well, what do you want to do with your 401k? I'm like, well, what is it? What can I do with it? I don't know. I'm like, I guess just move it over. I'm like, can I take anything out of it? I'm like, can I, you know, can I use it? Is it worth anything? They're like, no. They're like, you can go Dude, invest in other stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm just like, yeah. just go put it's, it in there. Well, you can take it, but they'll tax the 50%. <laughs> is Dude, that yeah.
2: what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Something what I was like going to say
3: <laughs> is that I actually had to pull some out for the that car accident that I got in. Pulled out like two thousand dollars and I owe two thousand dollars to myself.
2: Get That's out. What happens? How does that even happen? That's crazy. Government logic, exactly. It's... That's the fuckery they've got us in for sure. Well, and for yeah, allowing, I mean, on my face,
1: ourselves money. yeah, dude. We're I gonna didn't raise know the price money. of everything, but you know,
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's wild, dude. So. You know, we'll see what happens if the dollar crashes and I still
1: owe well, this And, money. That, and that's I'm the thing. I laughed
0: because I, I said in 2020, I'm like, oh, I'm going to wait till 2022. The, you know, the housing market will crash by then. And I'll be able to scoop in and, and get a nice place for relatively cheap. Dude, fuck it, 2022 and the shit's still going strong. And it's yeah. like, it's on the cusp of just crashing any day. But I
3: know <sighs> as soon as I find something, the next day, the market's going to crash. So. Dude, you know, man, the market ha- should have crashed back in probably 2012, dude. You know what yeah, I mean? I was like, going to say 14 being generous. Yeah. But, you know, with all the money printing and like the whole idea of quantitative easing, which is just printing money, buying bonds, just pumping yeah. money in the stock well, market. W-
0: what's hilarious is we bought our house in 2015 and we ended up, uh, you know, going over asking because we got in a little bid with it with somebody else and the whole thing and the banks just kept pushing it through they're like you need more here you go you need more here you go you want to take more <laughs> yeah. you, sure take you, wanna, <laughs> you sure you don't want to sure you don't want to do anything in in the beginning you know maybe
3: take another 50k you know and you can cash it out i'm like well hey let me i'll tell you this right now too if you if you ever if you're trying to rent, uh buy a car like outright go with wells fargo man because they will approve you no matter what dude (laughs) like even if you can Mm. barely afford this shit it's crazy they were the only ones that approved me for my truck but luckily i can pay that off so but yeah dude couldn't get that anywhere else it's just wild how these companies like these big (laughs) banks, dude how they operate
1: as soon as as all the buying power uh, goes away because of inflation it's like their businesses are affected too because what if you know what i mean like it's just where everyone's interconnected with it so if if you know your retirement's probably already gone with how much the currency is going to be inflated by the time our generation takes it. I mean, yes, yeah. you know they're just robbing your buying power on purpose, Holy. basically. Better well, reserve. Yeah. I mean, Th- that's what I laugh at because
0: there's these guys I work with and they're in their, you know, late 50s or whatever, and they're getting ready to retire. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I could never retire that early. It's not going to be possible when I'm I'm going to work until the day I die. Basically, at that point,
1: when I get old I'll, after retirement. I'll drive a school bus. I'll probably never retire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's not even like it's not
2: even in my radar. thing No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> at some point, you got to just accept it. Eh, it's probably ain't going to happen for me. No.
3: Dude, that sucks to think about that. You know what I mean? When you see yeah. some of these people, you I know hate what to mean? Get, like, it gets so real, sad. but it's like,
0: it's sad, really. It is what it is, man. The,
1: the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior, sadly.
0: Unless at that time they have senior farms and we can just go live on
2: a senior farm. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah, it'll time. be government
1: owned. Oh, yeah, government regulated. Oh, it'll be great. All tagged person. up and everything.
2: <laughs> But I even remember growing up, they were talking about how like we weren't even there's going to be no Social Security left when we got older, you know, and so no one's talking about that that anymore. So that's yeah. So that's probably gone. Okay. So any kind of our retirement shit, absolutely gone. Any of that shit, dude, they ain't giving us nothing, man. No no give us it's they'll good. give us seven give you seven hundred dollars for having a fucking kid yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Rich. probably gonna be your uh, un, you, your universal yeah, three weeks of diapers
3: that's just Sorry. gonna be your universal basic income you know what i mean like they're gonna do away with the 401k and then you're just gonna have that that universal basic income but the kids that are coming into the world are gonna get that shit too so it's like yeah dude, it, it's interesting to think about the the future of of like economics here in the u.s especially you know what i mean um i don't know dude i i don't see it being the same in in 10 years at all i don't how can it
0: be you know how can this system sustain itself for now after what it did in 2020 and 2021 just cranking out money left and right speaking of that
1: go ahead have you guys heard of this thing called the daigle forecast 2025 yeah Yeah. they're saying by 2025 it's Apparently, okay. I, I just this is going to be in one of my episodes coming up. I talk about this. So, apparently, in 2017, there's 327 million people in the United States, and then, like you said, come 2025, it's forecasting at 100 million. Yeah, so that's like 230 England. million approximately. Yeah, look at the top five, years Andrew. Ish.
0: The top five uh, uh, nations that get hit by it it's like US, France. Uh, i think england italy uh and there was one maybe australia or something like that where like, west yeah you're talking huge percentage of their population is gone you know over over so so
1: what is what does edwin daigle deagle know that we don't know and we never get to see the formula so what's the formula what well it's change? another one of those think you know?
0: tanks right it's a it's a private firm that works with gov- some government agencies and some statistical agencies and they come up with this data and they don't talk to Bill Gates at all and don't listen to his <laughs> depopulation agenda. But
1: they don't talk about it until they go to the Bilderberg meeting. And then, you know, everything is open game there, but you can't talk about who said it. So, you know, helps everybody out. Plausible well, and, deniability. And- it's great.
3: You have those, uh, those damn Georgia Guidestones to the numbers from 2025 and then the Georgia Guidestones. If I'm not mistaken, isn't it like 500 million that it ends up at? Yes, sir.
1: Mm-hmm. From 8 billion In perpetual harmony with nature.
3: Well, on on, on the Dagle site, too, right? Is it Deagle or Dagle? I don't know what it is, but like, I whatever. Don't know. I don't know. How to pronounce
1: it. I've I heard
3: know. it
2: both. I've heard Deagle, tomato, Daigle. tomato. Yeah, exactly. Go. Right.
3: Basically. Well, so yeah, we know what we're talking about. Okay, so then, yeah, I I thought, if I remember correctly, it's it's five hundred thousand on that site, too, or six hundred thousand something. Interesting. Like that. So um, it's just kind yeah. of a cool, like it makes you think these think tanks maybe uh, got members that are parts of both. You know what I mean? So it's just it, it's that's like the stuff that I really like looking into, man. That's fascinating. The secret society.
2: Yeah. Yep,
3: it's. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, they're all so,
1: intertwined. I was just gonna say, all those groups are so. I call, I refer to all of them as the big club on my show, but really they're so compartmentalized into so many little offshoot groups that sure. are broken down into even smaller groups. And Matt, you and me yeah. talked about how the fraternal organizations and the Jesuits all operate yeah. in the same type of hierarchy. So, so Andrew, the military, you know. I mean, Mason Halls
2: will have uh, uh, Golden Dawn meetings. Yeah, same thing, same same. thing. So (laughs) so
1: here's a
0: list of the groups that make up uh, their partners and clients of Deagle. You have the NSA, you have NATO, you have the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. You have OS. I've heard enough.
1: That scares the shit yeah. out of me. You have Already. Russian. You had def- me at the first. Now, one? hold
0: on, hold on. It gets better. <laughs> okay. Russian Defense P- Procurement Agency, Stratford, oh, wow. the World Bank and the UN.
3: Yeah. Where's the world economic Forum? Yeah. See, that's
0: what's well, interesting. They got a pretty is good that company,
2: that's... Then. Those are some heavy hitter clients. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, dude, that, that makes it kind of interesting to me because uh, I I have the idea that I think that the UN is kind of like the outdated version of the World Economic Forum. You know what I mean? So it kind of seems like, I don't know, man. What, what do you, do? You, did you ever put any thought into that, Matt? Like the idea that maybe these organizations like that are going against each other?
0: Oh, that uh, yeah, I mean, that's talked about a lot that there's, you know, it's like different, uh, you know, crime families fighting each other right different organizations different tentacles of the same octopus fighting each other i've heard that and i i do you know honestly i do not think that it's coordinated across the board right there it's very compartmentalized as Mm -hmm. as you go through this but but at the top there's a very few who understand the overall direction they need things to go and but yeah, I I think this is you know it, this is done. Sometimes it's like it of cards.
1: Wins, what's that? It's like House of Cards.
0: Yeah, like everything.
1: When you're in that lifestyle, yeah. it's like the most cutthroat totally. life or death. There's certainly, like,
2: it's a different world. Exactly. It's there's it's, definitely it's
1: a, it's a different battles. lifestyle.
0: You know, it's it's not it's nothing we can relate to. But do you no, think for there's, sure. anything- there's battles?
2: between the elites for sure you know the empire they have, it's like everything they have their power struggles you know what i mean and you know um <laughs> it's, oh, i uh, could think about
1: for sure yeah oh, no it's okay well see, on this topic i think i just so talking about bilderberg actually in an upcoming episode too and uh, i read this part where apparently klaus schwab said at one of these world economic forum meetings or whatever, that he was upset that not everybody was jumping on board with the plan all the same way. And he was going to relocate some of the Davos uh, meetings to Singapore and the old meetings were going to operate between 40 and 70% of uh, what the, the total number of people that show up at them are. So that sounds to me like he's getting pushed back within the club and he's yeah, going to take power his struggle. buddies to singapore and they're gonna come up with a different plan so for sure they're definitely there's in they're human beings they're still human beings still operating under human being shit yep
2: yeah yeah they became the empire for being cutthroat fucking pieces of shit you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so they're gonna fuck each other over any chance they get you know what i mean so that's a lot of what the theater is is just watching these fuckers just battle with each other about millions and billions of dollars while they get everyone caught up in arms about like the deception
0: well yeah and a lot of the people that get busted like the epsteins and stuff that's just their puppets right and and so they have to go through the shame of it and and the inconvenience of their guy going down but you know there's someone waiting in the wings to take over of course and that's
2: why you never want to get in with these fuckers because they'll wipe your ass out the first chance it's inconvenient for them yep. and there's going to be someone right there waiting in the land okay, you Shoot are toilet, minute, you so. are essentially toilet paper if, yeah if when anyone John Perkins, yeah that John Perkins why, book uh, conf- I would never join oh, go ahead that. sorry no go ahead
1: oh no I was going to say uh that John Perkins book uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman that's what he says he says this guy named Uncle Bob or something uh approached him when he was at Georgetown and pretty much said um, hey, I, I want to groom you for S- NSA work. And apparently you can dodge the draft. Like this was back when he, like, I think the Vietnam era. And he says pretty much they asked him all these polygraph questions and they were trying to like, he thought they're trying to like gauge his ability for like patriotism and love for his country. But really they were trying to find out what made him tick. And they're trying to take him apart and see uh, what his weaknesses were. And, they, and basically once he accepted this role, the whole book he talks about the next 30 years of what he did around the world. And basically that's what they, this, uh, this guy, it wasn't his real name told him was, you know, once you're in, you're in, like you can't get out. There's, you are always uh, you know, your life is at risk 24 seven. Now that as soon as you start playing this game. So that's that, I mean, the guy wrote a book about his life and it's true. It's fact, you know,
2: yeah, when I mean, you look dude. at celebrity deaths and shit. You know, fucking what? What deal did they sign with the devil that they went against? You know what I mean? Was it the deal with the empire? You know,
1: and, it's basically what yeah. it is. Once you're in, exactly. you're in it's mafia, yeah. mafia style. After that, yep,
2: exactly.
3: Dude, watch Joe Joe Rogan's being groomed to be the next Epstein, dude. I bet. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <wondering,
0: man>. Maybe <laughs> already <some> is of <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> the
1: ep- Epstein oh, of
0: psychedelics be, that's a joke they're going like, hey, to be
1: like i <laughs> you know they're going to be like hey let's get on this plane and go to this island where we're going to take some pictures <laughs> of you doing some illicit shit so we can keep you in our back pocket
3: it's a 17 hour podcast <laughs> that's like the torture no yeah dude it's crazy it's crazy what's going on with all that stuff man i was going to ask you guys too like about the like the, Matt especially dude since the uh the what you were saying about Kind of like, and, and we were all kind of talking about that—the two sides battling at the top. Do you think that they get down to like Antarctica or something like that, and and really discuss some shit with some like heavy hitters? Like, is there a one one person at the top type thing or one entity? I, I really don't think
0: so. I don't. I don't be- think there is a a be all. I don't think there's that one leader, right? I think it's a bunch of different factions that are all battling each other now they may have some uh you know commonalities but i don't think you know i don't think it all it's like a pyramid structure where it all goes up to one person at the top
1: all those nasa guys said that uh all those nasa guys said that there's eight species of aliens and they've talked to them and shit (laughs) they brought the moon here from somewhere else it's an alien uh space station
2: (laughs) who knows that's true Yeah, who knows? I mean, I picture it, I really do picture it like a mafia type situation where it's like these groups, families, you know, whatever. And there's probably someone, there's one family that's probably the head or whatever. And then everyone else who's trying to be the head.
0: Well, yeah, you have like the the, the big pharma rep, right? The, the, The religious rep who's like the Pope, the black Pope, you get into that side. But then you have big pharma, then you have... You know groups like Blackstone and and BlackRock and Vanguard and yeah, I mean
2: ultimately I think they're all working together and like a lot of this is just fucking scam to keep us fucking just distracted just, or whatever you, you know, know, know what I mean? Yeah, I make I make I make the, I make the
1: argument I make the argument on my show. I'm like they're not making this stuff a secret, people. I'm like they're they're shoving it in your face because they think you're stupid. And then I say on my show I say, are you stupid? <laughs>
2: yeah well, that, you don't know what i mean
1: like stupid. they know we're stupid. Well, there that's my point is like you know where's you don't have to look far to find the proof <laughs> well that's, <what's, laughs> you know that's what that's
0: what makes me laugh is when on your show you're like you people and i'm like oh yeah. man he's laying into him right now
1: <laughs> i'm unmerciful when i get when i get in the mode man it's just I...
2: yeah well just look at jfk the simplest of all conspiracies man like clearly he got fucking wiped out for getting in some shit he wasn't supposed to be in and if you can't see that that has repeated by been repeated by every government especially our fucking government over and over again fucking and how they could not be trustworthy like i just don't know what is gonna fucking get through to your head you know what i mean
1: jfk my favorite democrat
3: It's just one of those no. abusive relationship type dynamics, dude. You know what I mean? Like a well, big time. You can call it Stockholm syndrome or whatever, but there's something where people, they want to feel like their government has their best interest in mind, especially growing up here in the United States. Like we were kind of brought democracy. up. Exactly. You know what I mean? Even though that's just, you know, it's a horrible system, honestly. Um, you know, yeah, we know that. Yeah. So it, it sucks, man, you know, but. It's interesting. I'll say that it's very interesting times to be alive in my opinion. Uh, so I, I dig it, but dude, it's scary to have a kid, man. Like there's people that I worry about. Like I worry about the next generation and I don't even have a kid. So it's just, it's very, it's, well, Hey,
0: you want it. You want to hear what's even, I mean, it, it's beyond disgusting out there right now. I, I mean, I, so I get a call today, um, that my, What is she's five or six year old niece was playing uh, the video game Roblox and they walked into the room and there was a adult male talking to her. Trying to convince her to get naked. Wow, dude. And I was like, my blood started boiling at first. And then I'm like, this is the game that my son plays with her. I asked my, I asked my ex and she's like, yeah, I'm like, he's well, It's done. And I'm like, we're done. Like, get, get out. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe this shit, but that's what, that's where we've gone to, you know, as a, as a parent, you cannot leave your kids on
1: anything anymore.
0: Unsupervised.
1: It's scared. You know what? That's part of the great reset plan. I think they're talking about, Hey, it takes a village to raise a child. It's not your child. There are children. We're gonna tell them that pedophilia is okay, and you can be whatever you want. Like, pfft, well, and know, you know man.
0: how the the whole BLM agenda was. You know, part of it was breaking down the nuclear family. Well, today, and I think it was For RT sure. News or or the BBC. I, I saw an article the the quote unquote new nuclear family, and it's two lesbians with a baby, and they're getting sperm donations from friends. <laughs> and say so this is the new nuclear family this is what they're pushing as the new like portrait of 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 life and happiness
2: i mean honestly i feel bad for them because like the original nuclear family sucked and so they're just getting (laughs) warped into this fake fantasy that just is not real reality and you know Deep down, I just feel bad for them because they're getting, you know, it's all getting swept up in this program. You know, it it fucking sucks.
1: (laughs) Well, Matt, you've said that before. If you're not aware of it, if you're taking the blue pill every day and you're still plugged into the matrix, you're just getting swept up by it. You have no you have no knowledge. It's happening. You are just in the wave. There you go. Well, and they don't even see the agenda to it right? They
0: don't they don't see the weaponization of it. And I had a discussion with one of my neighbors, uh, actually a lesbian couple. And uh, I walk by their house every day with my dog and they're really nice women. And but they have, you know, the Black Lives Matter sign in their front yard and the the you know, we believe in science in this house and all that shit. And I, <laughs> I started talking to her about that. And I said, do you honestly Great believe propaganda. that? And, I, and that's what I, said. I said, do you honestly believe those signs? And she's like, yeah, why? I'm like, do, do you know what Black Lives Matter was really about? <laughs> and so I sat there for about five minutes. And I gave her like a, you know, a PG, PG-13 version of it, you know, real high level and real nice. I didn't get into the the real dirty shit. And she's like, I, I don't, I, I don't believe this. And so I started, got on my phone. I showed her a couple articles Cognitive about, dissonance. and then, and she's like, oh, I'm like, so you're going to take down the sign, right? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. The sign stays up. I'm like, there it is right there. I'm like, you have just been shown that this is a she's corrupt telling organization.
1: And she's telling her, her community that she's in the club. That's exactly. how you know you're in the club.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm waving my flag. And I'm like, I'm like, I I, I I respect you, but I'm so disappointed in you. I'm like, ah. Oh.
1: I, mean, I don't got a problem. I don't have a problem yeah. with a non-traditional no quote there. unquote family being, you know, a new reality. That's fine. I mean, if, if you I don't care who you are. If you want to get married, you should be able to get married. <laughs> I mean, you know totally. what I mean? I hope but, I,
2: I hope but, I didn't come off as saying that when I made my point earlier. Oh, oh no, 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 no. But I'm just I saying, I'd sure. yeah. between...
0: rather have a stable yeah, household yeah. than a
2: nuclear family. Screw that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I don't care who, exactly I, what the fucking parents are. But yeah. But that's but what I'm saying. They don't the even level want.
1: level And push it down your throat though. That's the, you know, there's exactly. a, there's a level. There's like, totally. there's like acceptance of, your fellow, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself. I guess you know, let them know. It's a free country. You're supposed to be able to do every, what you want. It was founded on religious freedom. Like, if you want to live in a All free they talk society, about it. you <laughs> got to accept the fact that your neighbor might worship a different god than you, and you got to practice tolerance. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what it's like. <laughs> it's like the media turned adults into children mentally, and it's yes. working. It's scary. Well, it's scary. Th- we don't think yeah, anymore.
0: Everything's emotion based so everything exactly is reactionary yeah it's just off of feelings there's nothing intellectual about about it anymore because it's all based on how you make me feel and if you use the wrong tone you can scare me or intimidate me right and then and, and then you've crossed the line and, and, and in their world that's assault and it's like no 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 words not are violence. yeah come on now words Let's,
1: are violence we believe survivors
0: but that's victims, all they have, victims, right? I mean, I yeah, know it's society. It's said by a lot of people, but they, they the only thing that they fear really is words. Because they're not going to be they're not going to be assaulted. They they live in their, you know, glass houses up on the hill away from the peasants. So they don't have to deal with violence. The only thing that can hurt them is words. So that's why they give so much
3: value to it and it's so ridiculous. That's why a lot of these like those elite types don't like comedy either, like the quote unquote offensive comedy, because they don't need to laugh like on a day to day basis. Like (laughs) the people that work every day, like long hours or they may like not like their job or they're in a shitty relationship or whatever. They're the people that need to laugh. And those elite people just don't have any purpose to actually (laughs) laugh. So that just makes them it makes them want to get rid of all that stuff, dude. Well, no, lizards no, don't yeah. really Dude, laugh. That's fine.
1: I've never thought of it like that.
3: That's it's, tight. <laughs> Yeah. I forget where I heard it it. Is yeah. an
1: arc. Yeah. It is a specific archetype of human being that ascends to power on that level. You got to be a psychopathic, narcissistic, yeah. It's yeah. such a deligog, piece of shit. Megalomaniac yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> even be able to do that job. Yeah. It's just
2: exactly. You know, I feel bad human about fucking people I bullied and fucking. Elementary school and high school, you know what I mean?
1: Well, like, how oh, could you still have? That's good. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, like so it's so fucking it does not comprehend that type of fucking psychopathy, you know what I mean? To just like willingly sometimes, want to fuck someone.
3: Sometimes kids <laughs> need to be bullied a little people. bit. You know, sometimes like the, the kids that are super weird need yeah. to be a little uh, you know, just like you know, introduced into normal shit, in my opinion, right? I was bullied a little bit Absolutely. in school. I did yeah. some bullying myself. I think it's kind of Everybody like one of those did. little oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's one of those natural things. And it's like a rite of passage,
0: man. I mean, yeah. I you were you were usually bullied yeah. by your friends that
2: most, eventually
0: were your friends. You exactly.
2: Know? I was I was just gonna say most of it is like it's not serious or real, like, you know what I mean? Like it's just banter. It's like, well, it's to test you, right? It's
0: Can you hang with us or are you too soft? You know? And if I, if I put, how far can I push you before you break? And if you're going to be one of those kids that is so fragile, I don't want to hang out with you. Get out of (laughs) here. Oh yeah. Who who wants to hang
2: out with some fucking fragile fucking vase? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Me me
1: and my next door neighbor, (laughs) when when I was a kid, he had a basketball hoop. Uh, he had a basketball hoop, we played basketball all the time. And nine nine out of ten of those basketball games ended up in fights. Yep, we we're best friends the, our entire childhood. Totally.
2: <laughs> Funny yeah, how that I, works. I've probably, I mean, yeah, I've been in. I can't even count how many fights I've been in. It's probably equal between friends and non-friends. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like yeah, you know. For, I said yeah. that on the
1: show. I said that on my show one time. I said, you know, maybe some of these kids' problems that you've just never been blasted in the face.
2: That is you know, the problem. Everyone,
1: it's like you're in this society of social media now where, you know, you don't like what's that Mike Tyson meme. It's like it gets given you a platform to run your mouth without having the mm-hmm. fear of someone blast you in the face yeah. for what you say. It's so true. It's yeah, no, so I was talking to, just talking about that the head.
2: a homie of mine. I was like, we we're like, yeah, I remember when, you know, it just it was just one in doubt, knock him out, you know. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then we got a little older, run. you know, I got a little older and it was like, okay. You know, I don't want to deal with the drama anymore, dude. So something we were talking has. And changed. we were like, "Hey, you know, you know, what? it's kind of back. It's starting to come back to fucking. When in doubt, knock them out again."
3: Yeah, dude, something's yeah. changed with that big time, dude. I hope that I'm not lagging here. I I keep feeling like I'm interrupting, but I hear a break. So my bad if I'm interrupting anyone. But um, I'm the worst there, interrupter ever. Yeah, so, sorry.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: um. Yeah. No. There was. Uh, I just completely forgot what I was gonna say. I just totally lost it.
2: Exactly. That's on. Worst interrupter right ever. Right don't lie. I
3: took an edible, and I don't smoke. <laughs> so nice.
1: I'm nice. just sitting
3: here, fucking. That's okay. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. You know, it's just it's funny when I'm sitting. you're gonna cope like... with this world? I feel like I just had a stroke yeah. right now. I like had something I was gonna say, and then I just lost it. Dude, know, you've been, been having really a lot good. of strokes lately. I know. I keep saying it every time I forget. Something, <laughs> every time I, I, I hear you now,
1: now. it's like, oh, did I just have a stroke? <laughs> it's kicking in. The
3: edibles hitting. That's what it is. I oh, I earlier. know, dude. I had something that I thought was a good point in my high mind and I just forgot it.
2: Okay. Hey, you know what? It was a good fucking point, bro.
3: That's why I remembered it, right? <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a, I I know, but yeah, uh, dude, I don't know, man. There's uh there's some fucked up shit going on. I'll leave it at that. How's that? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and I mean, I'll do di- I'll I'll that times fucking infinity. <laughs> yeah <it is. laughs>
0: i don't know where though i don't know where it goes you know it's only going to get weirder here in the
2: near future that's the crazy part i'm afraid i'm in but, a little denial about that <laughs> but, but
0: i'm starting to see a lot of news about you know mask mandates going away and that's another one of their little things falling by the wayside so who knows
2: I mean, it's so flimsy, like, you know, and I know that like I'm far on the side of like not, you know, being on the conspiratorial side of, you know, most freaking of our society. But I just for me, it's so hard to understand why people can't see it, you know, and so like that gives me hope that like it's so obvious, like (laughs) these people are going to have to start waking up soon, you know what I mean? You would hope. And there's things every day where it's like, that's not happening. And it's like, they're just going to keep encroaching. They're just going to keep
1: pushing. Yeah. They're just going to keep pushing and pushing until they find your breaking point. It's just, you know, it's like the, it's like, um, you know, the Hegelian dialectic. It's like, we'll just run this. Well, you know, we'll, we'll find opposition. We'll control the opposition. We'll have the conflict. And then now we can control the outcome of that conflict. And it's just, you know, that's the false flag shit. That's the psyops you're talking yeah. about. Like, it's all. It's everything. It's, it's on a drawing board in a small room. Uh, with the totally. bunch This of, is like of taught. It's taught in their very schools. Very specific like,
2: people. Yeah, they teach it. They teach it in their schools on how to do that.
0: Oh, well, the well, Ivy League, for sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. was part of the plan, right? The hippies exactly. went from from there to the education system and they brought all that that socialist mentality with them and that's how we ended up where we are today at least from an education standpoint system
2: it's just been my parents were hippies 60s hippies who grew up and became you know
3: well yeah productive members
2: of society
3: yeah when you grow up you you tend to do that right i mean that's the whole thing it's just kind of weird that people don't feel like they need to grow up these days, it seems, right? Yeah, and and I don't know sure. what it is. I have you know, no I idea kind of, what
2: that is. I kind of feel like that grow up into the family was a program. Like, they were programmed into thinking that, you know, they needed to have the two kids. And, you know, in order to do that, they had to get these careers. And so they follow these freaking random ass career paths that they well, went on. And Casey, you what know? do all
0: these things do, right? You have to get a job. Where you have to pay taxes, you have to get a house where you get a mortgage and pay taxes. Great problem. Get a car where you get a car payment and pay taxes. Right? It's all to just get you into that system. And if they can, everything
2: buys you into the empire.
0: Yeah, and if they can get you into the family, locked in with a couple kids, now you're locked in for a bunch of years. Whereas if you're just running around swinging dick, you're not participating in their system, really. You know, not to the extent they need you to be. Mm (laughs)
2: and you can
1: travel if you don't you can travel solo way easier too and that's another reason why they're trying to shut down travel they want they want you in your home in front of a screen and fear your neighbor Mm -hmm. and it's that that's what it's isolation starting to look like to me yep
2: Yeah, they want us home and alone and they definitely don't want us doing this shit all of us talking to each other from across the well. That's why they shut down
0: bars, right? That's why the first yep. thing they did was shut down restaurants and bars because that's where oh, we, dude. we go and talk and music, that,
2: music venues. Yep,
1: that all reminds social... me of social. Oh no, go ahead, sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, yeah, I was just saying all these social freaking spots. Yeah, that's what they shut down. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh,
1: no, it's okay. I just saw this uh, tweet today. This conversation made me think of it. Said I can't remember who said it, but it said. Uh, Soon we're going to need speakeasies to listen to podcasts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the meme of the day
1: today. I mean, that's kind of what it is. It's like you're going to have to go hide to listen to your shit. In the future well, and that experiment. gets back yeah. to
0: the beginning. Where are you going to get it from? Is it going to have to come from pirate radio?
2: You know? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, those things I was just going to say, like, we should probably, like, figure out ham radio and freaking. uh pirate radio shit you know what i mean yeah man
1: those preppers they were right they had a good idea they had the
2: right idea man. dude i swear to fucking dude i've told this so many times like because growing up you know the uh the preppers and the militias in montana that was a big thing you know the mcfay shit and you know Mm -hmm. even you know whatever and like now Mm -hmm. looking back i'm like fuck dude those guys were 30 years ahead of the game you know what i mean well and <laughs> that's you know why it's- they turned it that's why they turned it against them because they knew that that's how you beat the system as you go rogue on your own you know what i mean and you know what's funny rogue. casey
0: is is like i forget if it was nat geo or history channel had a whole show called preppers and mm-hmm. it doomsday it, doomsday preppers and they just made these people look crazy that's the point when, yeah when in reality yep. they were the ones who were yep. saying okay shit yep. hits the fan i don't need you government i don't need you daddy i'm gonna be fine on my own and that's like you're saying
2: the government doesn't want to hear that that's the point they want to make those people look crazy and you know people just dismiss it and it's, it's <laughs> all I think it's part probably of... what we need to be doing you know what i mean well and, and, that. and that's it should. though
0: think about it i mean think about the shit like i even think about my like my grandparents like i used to laugh like my grandmother used to can all this stuff you know she used to you know grow a bunch of stuff out in the garden and 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 you know depression mentality yeah they always had the you know they had the cabinet that was all full of materials should anything happen and it's like don't throw
1: that you might need that
0: yeah oh yeah oh aluminum mm. foil hell dude you uh, my grandmother was so she would do wrapping paper as kids we had to open wrapping paper so she could reuse it we couldn't rip it tear <laughs> it it was oh, it break grandma's heart it was like oh man but that's it's a totally different time and and you know and they came from a time I guess when there was nothing but they also came from a time when things were meant to last we're not in that era anymore. Everything's meant to, to be temporary and then replaced. There's nothing that's meant for a long duration anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, look how far we've come with from that the, the baby uh, the baby boomer generation where the sole breadwinner went to work you know uh, dad went to work and brought home the bread and mom stayed home and raised the kids and somehow they still afforded vehicles and a home and vacations. And food is always on the table on one person's income. Remember right. that? Well, back,
2: yeah, well, back that was then, never,
1: yeah, that's the that funny was, thing is that was, that's, that's
2: what's fucked us. At least what I feel like my generation, my parents' generation is that dream was programmed into them as if there's a housewife with the kids, you know, and that was a totally unattainable dream. Work. And that was a totally unattainable dream, even more now so. And that's what I think what ties into like, you know, you know, uh, the programming with the um, gay and lesbian families with kids and, you know, they're switching it to them. And for me, it ties into that, you know, they're, they're selling this fake dream. That's unattainable and they've been selling it since the fucking uh, 60s. You know Oh, the dream changes. Oh, there's no house. Forget about housewives, but for some reason, like that's still ingrained in people's heads. You know what I mean?
3: Well, to be fair, too, that supposedly that whole idea of like a one one parent can support the two kids and the wife with the houses and the cars and stuff. That's not a sustainable thing at all. Right. I mean, exactly. It really, no, yeah. it, it really well, isn't so it was sucks.
2: five cents. It was.
3: But now, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and it sucked that that was so programmed into people's heads that that was the way to do it because, you know, I'm a capitalist. I think that that's the, the, the move. Right. But then it gets to a point where it's corporatist and then it evolves from like true capitalism gets to cronyism, all this shit. Yep. Um, you know, China, as much as it pains me to say the way that they were so fucking strict on things their middle class is now growing and it's a solid fucking middle class because what these people are doing is they're building generational wealth through a mediocre like manner of living. They're getting tiny amounts of money over generations and they're buying a house and then they're passing that on to their kids and so on. So it's building wealth in a sustainable way. So it sucks, dude. It sucks to say, but yeah, dude, like well, our shit's not built to last at all. <laughs> like our, our economy. So.
1: I used to make the joke that, uh, I used to make the joke that eventually we're going to be catching boats to China to look for jobs. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, mean, people are
2: are buying 1 million, $2 million houses in Oakland, California. And if that's not a sign of the apocalypse, if that's not a sign of the apocalypse, I don't know what the fuck is.
1: (laughs) Dude, I used to live in San Diego and I got, so I'm in the San Diego locals group on Facebook and someone posted a meme the other day that said, it was like a picture of like, you know, the monopoly guy, Robert Barron, the, the top hat, the, the, you know, the suit and tie, the everything. Right. And uh, the caption said, uh, uh, one of your uh, homeowner friends in San Diego finally uh, deciding to sell their house after the 25th phone call offer of, you know, a cash offer $500,000 over asking price. And that's what's happening there. These, I mean, China, all these big rich people i mean everything's on sale right now they're just buying up this yeah the assets well yeah it's just
2: yeah whatever, to them it's but... funny
1: money that's why they can yeah. offer fucking
2: 500k like mm-hmm. dude this is funny money a million dollars is funny money we're trying yeah. to get a million to them that is funny money fake monopoly money you know what i mean that's how rigged the fucking game is you i know heard what I mean? something
3: really it's interesting fucked. after the the mortgage crisis in 2008 that Russia approached China and said, let's sell all of our US-owned bonds together and then it'll collapse the US economy. Oh, uh, it would crush us. I yeah, blow- would and happen. China, dude, that's what's crazy is that China said, no, I'm, we're yeah. not going to do that. You guys can do it. Russia, you guys can do it, but we're not going to do it. It's weird, dude. Um, Rothschild it did sounds that like to the exchange? facts
2: that they own bonds on our country like that. Is well, weird, you but- know, <laughs>
3: Russia does too, so that's what's interesting. It <laughs> sounds like I'm fucking sponsored by China right now with the way I'm talking, but it just seems like... Dude, it's scary the way that they have like planned. They've planned this shit out. So, why didn't they oh, yeah. want to collapse the economy back then? You know what I mean? Obviously, mm-hmm. there's probably a mutual interest, but they probably planned it out a little bit, dude. Yeah, they
2: had a reason. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah, I've been it's stressing that long too. Deal. Like, these guys are not dumb. They put puppets in the media who are dumb to make us think they're dumb. These people are really smart and have been working at this for a long time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and politicians, and- too, that we think. Oh,
1: about yeah. Me and Matt. Well, Me and exactly, Matt said yeah. that They we, they got it down to a science at this point. Well, and, this and they're willing sure. to fail,
2: right? Andrew, I mean, they'll they'll yeah. do it over and over. They can and fail over. and it doesn't matter because they, they just yep. keep going, dude. Yeah, cuz what happens what happens
0: you. when they fail case, they they and it benefits us a little bit, right? So we think we get a win. And then what do they do? Uh oh, oh, they're just going to reenact the plan, new players same approach let's see how it goes roll the dice mm-hmm. and yeah. if they win they win you know i'm sure and... they
2: projected you know they projected whatever percent failure or whatever
0: yeah well at least That's they like can't look into the yellow cube anymore that was that ran out in what 2013
3: 2012 <laughs> hmm. yeah Yeah. have you heard of the the 1001 committee any of you guys here that was something that i was no. just starting to look into which one's that i haven't 1001 committee it's a weird deal so like from where is it at? I it's the United States England it's one of those pilgrim society type things okay it's it's a worldwide thing but it's it's essentially it's bankers and like green energy companies that have come together to try and form like a new world order type thing but it's called it's called the 1001 society and it's just so it's one of those ones that I hadn't heard of before so I was like, dude, this is kind of interesting. It, it's it fits in with all the other things. How too. many how many of those do you think there are, you know, oh,
0: because dude, yeah. like like oh, you gosh. said, you know, we've been digging Club of Rome, Council three of 300, years.
1: Council of 500. Yeah, like but those yeah,
0: Andrew, yeah. those are the known ones. I'm saying how many mm-hmm. don't we know about right. how many, oh, for you sure. know, because yep. we keep finding these new little ones every day mm-hmm. or ones that are tied to someone else who's tied <laughs> to them to it, it's There's just, no
2: way of knowing. No. Well, yeah. dude, if you want,
3: man, I can uh, list a couple of these ones that I hadn't heard about because dude, there's
2: them, I'm writing shit down right now.
1: Dude, There is this hey, whole, listeners take notes.
2: <laughs> yeah, where's
3: this little tab? It's kind of OK, here we go. So there's this little list where it goes like on the inside. It's red and on the outside, it's blue and it's like a rainbow color. And the closer to the center, the more important these things are. So the Brotherhood of the Snake, I don't know if you guys have heard of.
1: That's one I have heard
3: of. Okay, the I mean, Jason I've heard
1: of serpent worship, but I haven't heard of that specific group.
3: Okay, we got the Jason Society. All capital letters, Jason Society. No. Nope. Antonists. Um, Antonists? you know, great.
0: Uh, yeah, atonists maybe. Oh, A T O N I S T.
3: Yeah, you know how I read, Matt. A T O N I S T. Yeah, <laughs> exactly how you said it. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like you get all these kinds of different ones. There's other ones that you heard of the pr- the priority of Scion. That's an yeah. obvious one. Uh, Trilateral Commission, Dran Druid Council sure. Druid Council. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. this one actually had the nine. Pilgrim Society listed too. Nine Sisters Lodge. Nothing if okay. you've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, there's tons that are really, really low-key.
2: There's and a bunch they, of these yeah. little fraternal groups of yeah. like these elites, they all share members in one way or another. And yeah, they're dude. all trying to get as rich and powerful as they possibly can, basically. Well, that,
0: that's why I like, yep. Ryan, what you and Oddman are doing with all this work on the Pilgrim Society, because that's one that's flown under the radar for years.
3: Yeah. And Is he starting to look into it a little more, too?
0: Uh, he, yeah. Well, he's got a third part of his that's coming out. Oh, um, yeah. I think this week or next week, on because he's been doing them and the Fabian Society.
3: Yeah, Fabian Society's interesting, dude. I actually another the one. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: and, and oh yeah, no. that's the one that Huxley and Orwell are in, right?
3: Yeah, they're socialists. The Fabian Society. Yeah, yeah. And yep. it's cool how they got their name, dude. I talked about this yesterday on Patreon, actually. Like they they took their name from a a Roman general that beat Hannibal's army, and they were way smaller, and they did like sneak attacks. So they took it's like Fabius something and they take, they named it the Fabian Society. And it's because instead of like traditional communists or socialists where they get their way through revolution, they're they're perpetuating it slowly through propaganda and legislation and shit like that. So oh, they took their name. Yeah, they took their name. Hopefully I explained that well, but they took their name just like now. from from, uh, you know, the slow, the slow and steady fucking person wins the race type deal.
1: Oh, and not only did you explain it well, but that's pretty much the theme of what we've been talking about. Like, that's what we're seeing in society right now is exactly yeah. that slow usurpations, just a little here, a little there. Here's the Patriot Act. Here's the TSA. You know, and it's like one step here. A little yeah. Bit more well, I, I heard
0: uh, I heard Jason Burmes say on um, one of his shows, I think it was over the weekend, that he was talking about how little did we know 9-11 was actually a civil rights act you
2: know oh, because... i did bro i did bro
0: yeah i mean they I just... did man the patriot act i
2: knew oh right away right away yeah. yeah i knew dude i knew right away that we were giving away civil rights from the fucking get-go oh, right you,
0: there as you know as soon as you give something up you're never getting it back exactly yeah, yeah for, for sure never exactly. anything back Exactly. And that's when
1: they compiled all the intelligence agencies and the police and the FBI all put all their um, like Interpol, like everything information all on one combined database. I don't know if they, who knows if they used AI to do that, but the Patriot Act gave them. That was one of the stipulations I think is that we're going to all share information so that we can go get the terrorists. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And
2: like that the terrorist is a very ambiguous term when you get down to it. Oh, now sure. there's
1: domestic terrorists, they're coming after oh, us. yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That plan was well, I remember even it was only uh, a matter of time. Yeah.
2: I can't remember which freaking president it was who they declared that like America was a battlefield because of terrorism and so like essentially you could You know, they could throw the terrorism tag on you and and toss you off in a Guantanamo Bay situation. And you're done. So,
0: (laughs) well, Bush did that that for years, almost a decade. Mm. He was just scooping up people overseas, (laughs) throwing them in Gitmo. Mm -hmm. No trial, no nothing.
2: That's it. And and Gitmo is the one we know (laughs) about
0: oh gitmo yeah don't the, don't the
2: one they let think about all the black about. sites and you know everything I mean? like that yeah i mean yeah, that's... that's the gitmo's the fantasy drama one imagine the real ones you know it's gitmo times sure. a million
3: well dude what does that make abu Ghraib? i mean why did they let that out you know what i mean that was some crazy ass propaganda
1: mm-hmm.
3: right i we'll, mean we'll like never the, know mm-hmm. the full
1: story Whatever story you're getting is not the full story.
3: <laughs> well, that was
1: the Never. whole
0: beginning of the end with, you know, that had some ties to trying to embarrass the military, to weaken the military. That was that whole era, you know,
2: going into That was probably a power struggle between the elites, you know, like they're like, fuck it was these also... fucking military motherfuckers. This is our shit. Let's what it was also military the motherfuckers. <laughs>
3: The, med- yeah. the I mean, the medical industry was involved too, right? Like they had psychologists, they had freaking law enforcement, they had military, they had government, they had all these different aspects. So, I mean, it is a crazy, crazy thing to just be oh. like, yeah, it we're so doing
1: privatized." It's like the most privatized war in history. So many yeah. like black yeah. ops and dark money and oh, I mean, Well, that's, that's like I, a yeah, show I got, know. I got
0: coming up we about uh, this program they got called signature reduction where there's 60,000 essentially spooks running around that have their can have their identities washed they can be provided fake fingerprints um, all these Jason Bourne. disguises <laughs> yeah it's insane
2: yeah well i mean they've it's been telling club. us they i mean they've been telling us that they've been infiltrating all aspects of counterculture for a long time so for me it, it's not surprising that it Would be that deep, you know what I mean? It's gotten deeper and deeper, you know, like with the white power, uh, fucking extremist uh, preppers in the 90s or whatever. And McVeigh, like you said, the ATF and the CIA admitted to infiltrating all these groups, you know, what I mean? Elohim City and And they say, you know, they say, oh, we were infiltrating them to you know, figure out information or whatever, but they were infiltrating them to direct them in a fucking way to make things happen you know what i mean to promote right. a narrative yeah, yeah. exactly they're directing these people to make this shit happen like whoever so and so you know like and um it only makes sense that they're you know that was you know for uh 20 something years ago so they're even 20 years better at it now you know it's like the big club is and that's Charlie 100 years Madison. better
1: at it than they were 100 years ago you know what i mean Oh, for sure it's Very like good. it's like it's like the big club is charles manson and everybody else is the commune that they, you know what i mean you've ever heard that there's there's always a, all these crazy social cultural stories that you ever hear even back to charles manson there's always the cia or the intelligence community behind it always mm-hmm. that's the common thread with all or this military stuff. so yep.
0: mm-hmm. yeah there's some so sort of it's involvement
1: like, it's like Finding the trends and you know Yelp reviews. Like once totally. you see the common threads, you're like, oh, this is a part of every story. There's something to that.
2: Totally. You know, like, why are this? Why is the military involved? Because obviously they were ordered to be involved for some fucking reason. You know what I mean? The military doesn't go rogue crazy. on shit. They get ordered to do shit. You know. Yeah. As in, how so, warned
1: am. us about the military-industrial <laughs> complex. Dude.
2: Yeah. Just and then JFK that, blew the
1: whistle and they popped him and that was it.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, those are weird situations, man. I wonder <laughs> if those guys were actually set up. You know what I mean? Like, obviously they were set up, but like JFK, I think that in a way, like his family kind of knew that was supposed to happen and shit. There's something with the Catholics and the Protestants like the for the power players. Yeah, right? and
2: that goes that goes way back into like Germania and like the 30 sure. Years War was like the Protestants to get against the Catholics. Dude, but what's yeah. interesting about the 30 years war is the Protestants are the good guys and yep. the Catholics are the bad guys. Well, but that's nowadays, the Jesuits. Yeah. But nowadays, the Catholics are the good guys and the Protestants are the bad guys. It's just yeah. interesting how they flip it. You know,
1: My buddy, Sam uh-huh. Winchester talks about that. Is that when the reformation happens or happened, uh, the Catholic church actually did a counter reformation. That's what the council of Trent was all about. And you can't really understand the history following that without knowing what occurred at the Council of Trenton. actually, Sam Winchester goes into all that history on his show. He's he's so good at history. I I recommend his podcast if you really want to deep dive in some of the ancient Roman and uh, Catholic Church stuff. He he's I would he dives that, deep and that all that stuff. ties
2: in ties into all the shit. So I'm definitely yeah, check I was, it out.
3: That's interesting that you were saying it the way that you were, Casey. Because I was thinking like. It's kind of the opposite of what you said, in my opinion, just because I feel like the 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 Catholic Church is really looking bad right now, dude. And it has been for quite some time. So you think that the Catholics are the ones in control? Is that the way that, that you
2: see it right now? I honestly I have no idea. <laughs> well, yeah, neither do they, I. Yeah, right? They are for Nobody sure, really like, knows, right? <laughs> yeah, they are for sure, at least in the perception. I mean, I think for sure, yeah. Whatever you're one of is, the arms, whatever, right? Whatever the Catholic Church actually is, yes, I would say is one of the one of the uh, controller. Sure. Do you guys know about the Do
1: you guys know about the Balfour Agreement? I think it was the where Balfour the, Declaration. Uh, Catholic, yeah, when the Roman Catholic Church and the Jesuits uh, merged their meetings and their club or whatever with, uh, I think it was the Khazars, actually or the, you know, the New Zionists or whatever they were. Well, that's where they essentially... Apparently there was something... Yeah, where they
0: essentially promised them Palestine.
1: Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. I talked about that one of my shows. Yep, that's that's where the whole conversation about um, what tribe are you from if you're a Jewish person or whatever, and there's this whole argument within the Jewish community about, you know, who are actually... Uh, blood jews and who aren't and it's crazy it's hey, crazy speaking, stuff.
0: speaking of that um the wicked planet podcast our buddy ron just did an episode this last week uh it's called cancel culture and something else but oh go, i if, caught that yeah yep. if you go to like like the hour 15 mark for you know and then the last hour listen to like the last hour it's all about that like about the 12 tribes and the origin of them and you know the difference between Hebrews and Jews and wow man interesting it, it was some deep stuff so I really I've listened to it twice already because I was like I, I listened to it the first time and I was like wow and I, I had to listen again to catch it all but
1: oh, yeah, that I mean, reminds me yeah. that reminds me of what you said about uh you know the JFK stuff going back to the Germanian or whatever. It's like there's so much history behind So much of that of of the stuff that the elites are or have been doing over the course of the you know the centuries that if you don't know the history, I I mean rather when once you learn the history, it's like oh this all falls into place. This makes sense now, and this part uh, makes a lot more sense here. And it's like that's you know Harry Truman. I say that on my show. There's nothing new in this world except the history you do not know. And as soon as you know that history, it's like you become a different person. The whole world. Just opens up. It's crazy mm-hmm. to learn about this stuff.
0: Well, and that gets all oh, that goes back it. into the last reset where if they were taking these orphans and bringing them over here and bringing these people over here that didn't know their history, it makes them a lot easier to
2: control, a lot Malleable. more easier to manipulate. Well, for sure. I mean, dude, if you're like a seven year old kid, I mean, how many of us even remember what we're doing when we're seven or 10? But imagine a seven or 10 year old. I don't remember kid. what I did yesterday exactly bro fuck i don't even remember i did today <laughs> fucking imagine this, a kid that age just being plopped in a situation hey here you are here's your new family they're gonna do with you what you will and they just tell yeah. them, you know they they're just like okay hey kid here's your history you know you're yeah, our I, kid you know what i mean like
3: imagine and, and like of course of he's babies. gonna believe it
2: you know what i mean like because why wouldn't he believe it he was just grown yeah, up dude. like that. Unless they told him hey, wow. down the road, you know, you know, actually we took you off the orphan train, but I'm sure 90% of them were just like, Hey, you're a kid now. This is how it is. This is where he came from. Blah, blah, blah. here's your family tree, whatever. Yeah, dude. So taking,
3: taking it. kids that don't <laughs> even like know what's going on at all around them yet. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Baby.
2: How and what, you and, and <clears throat>
0: you're changing their name, right? So they have yeah. no way to find out any oh. lineage, real yeah. lineage. They're given yeah. false lineage by being adopted into this family and maybe told, maybe not. And if they're not told now, they assume they're part of this tree, but they're not really a part of
2: it. Absolutely. Were, yeah. I'm sure part of the deal was like, yo, just integrate this motherfucker into your family. Let's, yeah. you know, let's not talk about this little thing we're doing right here. You
1: know? Well, and there's there's been a lot of assuming the identity of your, you know, the person you just defeated. Uh, in the past too with a lot of the elite groups so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they're very chameleon exactly oh, like exactly you like know? you know like the cancel
2: culture is trying to victor now they're trying to wipe out all these monuments you know erase history you know it's like that for it's everything. like straight
1: out of 1984 Yeah, all, like all of that stuff is it's like they're running it as a playbook it's just crazy to me. when you read that mm-hmm. yeah. when you read 1984 and you look at the present day society you're like mm-hmm. Uh, what? Like, yeah, exactly I know. It makes me wonder. What they
2: talk about totally it makes me wonder if he was writing that as a handbook for the empire, or he's writing that as a ham hand, handbook for us. Well, he was a social. I don't know. I don't. He, know. But he, I don't same, think he was yeah, trying Brave to New help World. us at all. But probably, yeah. That's what I'm. I'm with for sure. Well, I think what? he. I think he was pointing out, like, yo, this is how you do it.
0: Well, yeah, so and guess what? It. This is, is going, this going to you happen because. If you look into, you know, you look into like Yuri Bezmenov, and you look into some of the other Russians, like even uh, Khrushchev, he's like, we're going to take over America, but we're not going to fire a single shot. And they're just yep. going to gladly accept it. Mm-hmm. And before they know it, we're going to have overtaken them without firing yeah. a single shot. They were
2: here before fucking Columbus and shit were here. The Russians have been in America for well, a long especially time. Especially on the West, is, West Coast. Yeah. Which is so funny about this fake fucking war right now. There's like, like the, uh, Russia and America is like fucking barely, they're like touching tips, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. They're like Eskimo (laughs) brothers. Yeah. Yeah. No, Russia has been here a long time.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tartaria has been here a long
2: time. (laughs) They're all in each other's pockets in their own minds. I'm sure.
1: Oh, of course, for sure. Oh, yeah, it's like a big Game of Thrones. It's like mm-hmm. game, or, uh, game of Thrones yeah, and House yeah. of Cards,
2: exactly. <laughs> the theater, <laughs> that's theater.
0: Uh, all right, gentlemen, <laughs> this is a great spot to wrap it up. This has been another outstanding conversation. Uh, thank you all for joining. Uh, feel free to let the people know where they can find you. Uh, Andrew, we'll start with you.
1: Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. This is my first time doing this. Nice meeting you guys too. Uh, hopefully we'll chat again in the future. Uh, you can find my podcast is the politics and punk rock podcast. I'm on all your favorite, uh, you know, <laughs> Spotify, Apple, yada, yada, where everyone you uh, you can find your, everybody's podcast. Uh, and then uh, you can email me at Andrew for American 1984 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Gab, Rumble, Facebook, and Instagram right now. Andrew for America. Look for me.
2: Excellent.
1: That's it.
2: (laughs) Sounds good. Casey. Well, I'm definitely going to check out the politics and punk rock podcast, dude, because that's right up my alley for sure. Um, You can find me at golden, golden gate, star for command on Instagram and YouTube. And, uh, that's where I
3: am. <laughs>
0: Excellent. I'm yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I, I love that you're getting back into the videos, man. Hell yeah. I've like been
2: uh, editing a video right now where uh, we did, did a deep dive into like the Indian massacres of the West, like in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a lot of the, well, a lot of those were military jobs, you know? Yep. Uh, a lot of those uh, generals and shit also fought for the union in the civil war and we're just kind of going down that rabbit hole you know like these guys were entering these guys were massacring indians one year and civil war heroes in the next year basically yep. and mm. um, they're mercenaries you know it's, you know? it's oh, a trip yeah um so yeah we're uh, editing a video on that right now hopefully bounce you know whatever
0: excellent Ryan,
3: Mr. Dangerous World. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you guys know where to find me, man. I'm on here every uh, every single week with Matt because it's always so much fun. And I was going to say, Andrew, I think you and I have chatted on Instagram. Possibly, yeah, we did. Past- yeah, yeah I, uh, I remember you a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sorry, I remember dude, right? I
1: messaged you. Yeah, no, I messaged you back in the day. Uh, right when I was starting out, I just I'd heard your show about your show through Matt's uh, podcast. And then I think I can't remember what episode of yours I listened to, but I loved it. I was like, yep, Kindred Spirits. Got a to message this guy and say hi. And um, I figured, you yeah, know, dude. at some point our paths would cross up at one of these kind of kind of events. So, Magic yeah, yeah, man, good to meet you. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool,
3: man. Yeah, I have such a horrible memory, dude. I hit my head <laughs> really hard several times and I just can't remember a lot of shit. Um, but no, yeah, man. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah I'm definitely gonna uh, be reaching out to both of you guys because yeah man this is fun I like meeting new people on here so thanks as always Matt really really cool stuff definitely
2: Me too, yeah you Matt. can
3: find all my stuff on uh
0: great deception podcast whether it's Instagram YouTube bit shoot Odyssey uh it's all out there uh go check it out support everyone on here and uh with that said gentlemen thank you very much stay strong and question everything
1: That's the false his story.